It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around and talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James is here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on romance and finance and other words that rhyme. Episode one twenty four of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Now, listener, if you were to guess which of the three of us wanted to talk about romance and finance. Who do you think? Everybody yell out at once. They all said you, Dennis. And that's Dennis. <laughs> Say me. Because your experience on romance and finance, you can teach us all. Uh, I lost a lot of money in the crypto crash this past week. <laughs> Poor yeah. guy. No, I'm just kidding. Is it, is it true that if you're a member of the gang, the Crips, you're not allowed to buy Bitcoin? No, I think if you're member of the blood you can't buy crypt- crypto but crypto Bitcoin buy crypto. And crypto is the same <laughs> thing right well crypto is just any of those type of things and bitcoin is its own cryptocurrency like but, blockchain well, bitcoin was the first one right it is the first one to get big yeah yeah and it's the biggest or the most traded highest value one right now gotcha well no, Dennis didn't come up with this topic. James James did. Why don't we start with you, James? How's the last week? And, um, yeah, how's everything been? Well, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> everything's been just peachy keen. Um, the wife and I went to Disney's Hollywood studio. And we opened the park. And we stayed till closing. And... We rode pretty much every single ride. She had never ridden any of the rides at Toy Story Land, so that was cool. I love when I go on rides with her because when she gets scared or excited, she just has this uncontrollable laughter, and it's <laughs> con- and it's contagious, and it makes me laugh because it's just it's the funniest thing in the world. And um, we ate at the Brown Derby, and. Um, it was just a, a wonderful day. It was uh, when we left the house. It was thirty six degrees outside, which is pretty cold for Florida. Um, yeah, it's freezing for Florida. So we uh, we both she had her Columbia jacket and I had my North Face jacket, and just um, a long sleeve shirt underneath. And you know, if it got too hot a couple of times during the day, I would just put it around my waist. Um, and it was just a wonderful day. And it was. The only day I've had off after nine shifts, and now I'm working again, nine shifts. Wow. um, So instead of resting, I decided to stay on my feet and and walk. 
and open and close a park. And um, so I haven't got a lot of rest. I'm starting to feel a little tired. Um, but I'm okay, you know. I I find I, I like going to work. Whereas if I'm home, I just sleep a lot. Dennis can relate. But I think that I just, you know, it's my body telling me that I need to sleep. Um, but, you know, I'm still on the in that that part of my mind where like oh, i can't just sleep the whole day it's such a waste <laughs> you gotta be at least making money or doing something productive um i haven't really done much. dennis i'm so sorry i cry now <laughs> oh, i'm excited for it i just i just <laughs> i don't work doubles until saturday so i've got like all day today all day the next day i bought a, a cool. new iphone finally um, um so what do you got I, it's not new it's refurbished <laughs> it's right but what do you got iphone 11 uh but it's oh going, that's nice it's going from a six so I, I did all the the transferring and stuff and then my sim card doesn't work so i'll have to oh i'm gonna go to the carrier today and see if it they can get that working i think that's the last step i need to do so i'll let you know how that works out but i'm excited is that, 11 the newest one with like the three cameras on it and stuff that's i think it has three right no that's the iphone 11 pro okay um, and then 12 and all those i found the it. third camera is just a zoom camera and then i was watching this video where like you can zoom without that camera and it's like the same thing i was like ah well i'll save a couple hundred bucks and just get the two cameras yeah there you go i don't need no stinking three <laughs> My, I think one of my big takeaways of what you said when you said that you took your sweatshirt off and you put it around your waist, I was curious what the cooler thing to do is. Is it put it around your waist or put it around your shoulders? What do you well, think? Like <laughs> tie it around your neck? I think the waist is cooler. I don't know. You think which one? The waist. <laughs> I think, like when I when I think of like someone tying their sweater around the their like neck, I think of like the preppy yacht club bullies from the eighties movies and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you. That's what you think. Yeah, and huh. around your waist is like Nirvana grunge. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and I, you, I, think you, I think if you I think if you about Disney all day it doesn't really matter what cool is anymore yeah but then you have a sweaty rear end because you get a sweatshirt around your rear end right well, i don't think it works that way it wasn't <laughs> i never it's not a sweatshirt you get that out of your mind it was um a north face winter jacket shell <laughs> so you had a winter jacket around your backside yeah i did i did that's fun well yeah. good well, that it sounds like a solid time. Congratulations on the phone, um, and enjoy the next couple of days off. Maybe just relax. You say you don't have to work again till Saturday. No, I don't work no, a he, double. He doesn't work a double. He's those got to oh work every. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, hey, I guess it's good, right? Keeps oh, you, you get a half off. Keeps you busy. Yeah. Um, so I guess we won't be seeing. James for any movies then that's sad when are you going to a movie 
I, w- I wanted to go this weekend, but it sounds like you're working. I'm off Sunday. Oh, yeah, but that's your day. I always feel bad taking you away from your Sunday. I know that's your, your day with yeah, T. T could go to a movie, too. Yeah, we'll see. Don't yeah. count me out yet. Okay, we won't. Dennis, how was everything? Sorry about the cryptocurrency and James uh, becoming mm-hmm. a workaholic right before our very eyes. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the crypto crash. That is whatever. I don't have <laughs> a lot invested in crypto. It was just a. Uh, uh, I have a l- little bit in crypto just for a project you're doing that I needed it, but that's not a big deal. The stock market kind of like corrected itself too, but that's recovering, so that's okay too. So finances are. Eh. I don't have much, so it doesn't matter. Um, other than that, I don't know. I'm working on this thing, James, or the project that we're working on, and I've kind of come up against a like a roadblock where like I have a problem, but I have like three possible solutions to that problem, but they like all have their own misgivings like one like my computer can't necessarily handle doing it another one it like could get the job done but it doesn't like get it done a hundred percent and then another one where it's like oh no we would need a whole nother like infrastructure piece that costs money to do so so that's fun trying to figure out like that problem but uh other than that it's good been enjoying this colder weather this week which is nice um that's about it played a little bit of minecraft oh i caught up on ozark did y'all watch ozark i'm uh how many episodes in i have three episodes left okay of the the latest you watch the fourth season yeah like i had watched it when it first came out and only watched up to episode two so this week i started at uh, not episode two season two so this week mm-hmm. i started at season two and went up to season four part one and yeah that show is is crazy what i discovered about it it doesn't have any real comic relief so it's just drama throughout the whole thing so if you watch it for too long it's kind of depressing it is depressing. Like I look at, I looked at, and I credit you and also some of my other like film friends with. I look at the shot and how they set up all the the stuff the last many years, and my girlfriend never looked at any of that, and she's like, "Oh, I really like the, what they did with that," or like she's she will look and she's like, "They're zooming in on that thing. That's gonna be." something coming up later in the show like why they're showing that and it's like looking at the paint strokes of an artist it's just it struck me as weird because i never realized that uh that that was a thing everybody doesn't do so like i was like oh yeah that's why they do that and she was blown away by it now uh in particularly shows like ozark it's uh there's a lot of those you know where it pays off in, yeah, in later things, and there's did did you watch any of that, um, James? Have you watched any Ozark? Yeah, uh, did a new season come out? Yeah, they yeah. It's, it's first, first half of the first half of the final season, so seven oh, episodes. Excited. Yeah, no, I've, I'm all caught up except for the new. Stuff. It's intense too, man. This what last season is good. How about this? How about this? I saw the great debate online 
Breaking Bad or Ozark? What's better? You, you know, I never fully watched Breaking Bad. I've only seen a couple episodes here or there. So I'm kind of biased. Like, I didn't get into Breaking Bad because, like, it was about selling meth and shit. And I was like, at that point in time, I was like, yeah, I don't really want to watch that. So, Well, now Ozark is about... Uh, you know, money laundering. Well, oh, laundering and yeah. The latest, That's true. But I don't know. They're pretty good. You got an opinion, James? Which Everyone one like will better? get there. Everyone will get their comeuppance. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the uh, position statement for the last season. Everybody gets their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. It's that's entertaining true. for sure. Yeah. It makes me feel better about my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to watch shows like that. It, it sounds terrible, but I used to watch war, war movies or 16 and Pregnant when I wanted to feel better about myself. Um, <laughs> 16 and pregnant. And, <laughs> those are the two shows. And, and it sounds bad, right? But it made me uh, almost grateful that those two, I don't have people shooting at me or I don't, you know, I'm not in high school still trying to figure out how I'm going to actually raise a child. So, yeah. You know, that just sounds terrible. Um, I would watch um, Jersey Shore and feel so much better about my life. Like, Oh, my oh God. I couldn't even handle that show. That show's so good. I agree, guys. It's one of the best. I, I had a girl I was dating at that time period that that was out, and, like, she liked that stuff, like those I, kind of shows. I'm looking forward to hearing about that in Romance and Finance, Dennis. Oh, no, this is a long time ago. Well, we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff from way back when. I have a feeling. Yeah. Um, well, you got to tell us about your week first. The the week oh the week's been uh, solid. I watched one of the worst shows ever. You know when a show is really bad when you continue it just because it is so awful. Uh, what show was that? It was Yellow Jackets, which is on Showtime. Oh, okay. That has Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci, and it is the worst television show about. <laughs> a group of uh, girls from a soccer team in where are they from? I think like New York, upstate New York. And they fly to a national competition. The plane ends up crashing. And through the first season, we still don't know what truly happened, but it follows four survivors from this crash. And it makes them look like they had to, eat everybody that was on the plane but after the first season we still have no idea what happened and so are they like stranded on an island or they're, they're stranded in the middle of the forest and it makes them look like they're cannibals but they never shows that is through <laughs> 10 episodes 10 episodes 10 hours and we still have no idea so you're left like and it's something where there isn't any comic relief that's supposed to happen but it's so bad and the writing is so bad that nothing like they make it look like oh maybe they were uh something came over them maybe ghost did it maybe the forest came alive but nobody knows so, so it's just one big mystery that no and, one's and it's not in. a spoiler because i have nothing to spoil like i don't i don't understand it's uh, it's worth watching just how like uh I guess things it's almost like the script was written by a different person that never read the script previous. Uh, 
And so like Lost or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> when Lost got really bad after, what, the first two seasons and then went off the rails and they tried to pull it back together, some say unsuccessfully. Um, I had but, no ending. Yeah. So uh, that's how I spent a lot of my leisure the last week. Um, there's supposed to be a concert happening Friday night. At House of Blues, I don't know if that's actually going to happen uh, or what time anything's going to be. I, unlike Dennis, am not thrilled with the cold weather. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you like it, Dennis. It's always because we only get a couple of days of it a year, and I've grown up in Florida where it's like ninety uh, and a hundred most of the year. I, I, I don't know. I think I could be here the next forty years, and I'm really excited about summer when it starts getting cold. So in the month, well, I notice is most people that are like born and raised or spend most of their life up North come down here and love the hot weather and people that are born here appreciate the winters here. Yeah. Well, that, that could be, but that was the last week. I'm excited about uh, seeing maybe a movie, I guess. James, if you think there's a possibility for Sunday, let us know and we'll shoot for Sunday um, and try to figure something out. I don't know. Let us know. I'll let you know. (laughs) If we Uh, do do it, I vote for Kingsman. Yeah, I think I would have to then rewatch. It's supposed to be a prequel, right? So I have to watch the other ones. No, you don't have to rewatch them. I think think each of them stand alone. Mm. Okay. Well, good. I like that. Romance and finance. Dennis, you did not come up with this topic, nor did I. It was one no. that James, James sent out. Very appreciated. Um, what made you think of it, James? It rhymes. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> my, my first question was, why romance and finance together? Is it only because it rhymes? And I'm guessing that is the only reason. Actually, I've never really talked about it. Um, I heard... When I went to um, back in the day, when I went to the the night meetings, the pool meetings a lot. Sometimes I would go to a sponsor family get together with uh, Pete and Lisa, and I had heard Pete talk about a few different times. He would just say, "Yep, finance isn't romance and finance," but we never really got into it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, "I wonder what he means by that." So I, yeah. I think I think in his context with Pete, I think it's uh, romance and finance is what can take us out. Ah, okay. So see, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where we're like, let's talk about it and break it down because it would. I think it sounds good, you know, because you know, for me, um, thankfully, you know, romance is really because I'm married. Um, it's just you know having my Sundays and. I, I'm not – well, let me step back. When I was in um, meetings before, you know, um, I would often just look around and, and look at the girls and really not pay attention to the speaker or anything. Or, you know, I would just be like, like oh, like, oh, she's really hot. And my mind would be like, how do I talk to her? And, um, you know, now being married – you know, it's not really an issue, but I can see like young people who are single coming in and 
just really like coming to meetings for <laughs> just so like they can hook up, you know, and uh, they're missing the point. And um, for, as far as finances, I am not okay with, I'm far from okay with, like, I've got a job, um, but I think the fact that I look at my bank account every day tells me that I'm not okay with finances yet. Now, I have put things in place where, like, instead of investing in crypto, I stopped oh. doing that, Dennis, you'll be happy to know. Good job. <laughs> and I'm taken, and I'm now an automatic withdrawal from my checking to my savings on a weekly basis. So... Mm you know, I'll be at the end of every year, I'll be saving thousands of dollars and I'm going to take that and, and just not, I'm going to vow not to touch my savings. And then later on, you know, um, I can invest in like, you know, IRAs and bonds and stuff like that. Things that really can help me. Ultimately, I want to invest in real estate. I think that's the best investment. But uh, it's a long way down the road. Um, yeah, I guess having jobs and and really being able to pay all my bills is such a far cry from where I was, you know, just five years ago, you know, not having any money and relying on, you know, crooked bosses who – would say one thing and then not pay me and just horrible. Um, mm. I don't know. So I, I really don't have a lot to say. I want to hear from you guys. Really. I'm kind of mumbling around. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming up with the topic. A couple things that, that came to mind is everything for me is kind of like a circle of, um, the experience, strength, and hope, or before coming in, then coming into the meetings, and then where I'm at today with it. And romance, I was I was a late bloomer growing up. I didn't have anything that was actually considered who I considered a girlfriend till I was well into college. So I was in my 20s by the time I had my first girlfriend, and that teamed out uh, timed out pretty good. Of I would try to find somebody who I could drink with because I was told uh, pretty much by the, even the time I was 21, I never thought that there was anything strange with having a drink by yourself. And, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody else for doing that. But for me, it wasn't a drink. You know, it would, it wouldn't be a glass of uh, wine a night to wind down or a couple beers. I would get enough to where, I could just put them next to me and I didn't have to get up to the fridge. I knew that that 12 pack would keep itself cold long enough for me to finish it. So by the time I'm drinking the last beer, it's still cold. So my drinking was which the first girlfriend that I actually considered a girlfriend, she was there. So I could say I might be drinking and the only one drinking, but I'm not doing it alone. And I would just grab onto those people and it made me feel alone when I found the person that became my fiance and then wife when she wouldn't want to drink with me and would criticize my drinking. Um, so it romance really affected 
my drinking and drinking affected my romance, but I didn't see it like that. You know, I, I was like, well, this is, this relationship isn't great because it's getting in the way of my drinking. Um, and it wasn't until coming into the rooms that, um, I would see it's, it's funny. Maybe it's because I went to newcomers meetings more in Vermont when I got sober, but there was a lot more, uh, there, like there are more young people than I see meetings in Orlando. Um, like people in their early twenties would be in a lot of meetings in Vermont and maybe it's the area or whatnot. I mean, I've gone to meetings in different towns and I feel like the majority of people are older uh, or it's the stereotype of Florida. Um, But I know for me, my first sponsor set out one rule and he said, as far as the first year goes, don't make any major changes, which meant with romance, don't start any new relationships because you have to be focused on this more than anything else. And also don't change your job. So that was surprisingly enough, the first thing, or, or maybe like within the first week I told my wife, cause I was trying to hold on to that relationship. I said, you know, can we work this out for the first year? <laughs> you know, like, can we stay in this? Cause she was going to leave me and she agreed to it, but I, th- I think she wanted to just cut ties at that point, you know, and it just took her another, you know, five plus years to actually get to that point. But, uh, I made no changes in either one of those things for the first year and agreed to that. And when it came to finances, I was really only interested in making sure that I had enough money to drink. So times were, uh, tight where, there was barely any uh, money for food. And instead I was drinking, I would get one of those. You guys remember the craft pizzas, the Jack's craft frozen pizzas that you could buy. I'm sure they still have them like the tombstone frozen pizzas uh, were the thing that were most equivalent where they were not big pizzas, but not like the Celeste pizza. I had Tostinos. Yeah. Tostinos. Yeah. So, so it's probably that where, I would make that pizza last for four days of food for me. Oh, no. And that, I mean, it's not enough. (laughs) No. I mean, even one whole one doesn't have enough nutritional value to sustain (laughs) you. (laughs) Okay, listen to here, banana boy. (laughs) (laughs) So so I I would just, I put myself through that. And then when I was getting more money, Right. And I could actually afford better things still in my head. I would rationalize that. Well, I'm drinking the the cheapest of cheap alcohol, like the ice beers that had higher alcohol per volume. So that way I'm not wasting money and my finances like I wasn't the type of person that saved thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars when I quit. But I did. I did probably save a couple thousand. But it was like, some people are like, I spend $50,000 a year. And I'm like, how are you even, like, how much money do you make that you you save that much? Um, but I'm grateful now that I don't have to worry about that stuff. I don't have to worry about 
uh, I'm going to spend this much, you know, going out and having drinks or even more so uh, the people nowadays that are like, oh, I'll go out for drinks and then I'll get an Uber or a Lyft back, which is a responsible thing to do. But I wouldn't have I I didn't want to get a cab back in the day because then that took away from my drinking money, you know, Um, and I wasn't going to do it. in my finances today, I don't have to worry about that stuff. I was in the shower earlier, and this isn't TMI, but I was in the shower, and I said, the word worry doesn't make any sense to me if I have my higher power today. And I was just like pondering that and thinking, I don't have to worry about romance or finance or any of that stuff. Because if I'm supposed to have enough money to go do something, then that money will be in my account. And if I'm not, I can do something to get that there. Just like if I want a great relationship um, with my loved ones, significant other, or friends to make sure that I'm there, it's up to me to actually put in for that. So those are a couple of takeaways that I had. And uh, yeah, Dennis, what do you why don't, we, why don't we skip Dennis this episode? Okay, we'll <laughs> skip him. <laughs> Okay. No, uh, you can go. We're not really okay. going to skip you. To be fair, like, I don't have any romances or any finances, so what can I really say? <laughs> you, haven't, uh, you haven't had any. Uh, no, I remember, like, uh, I don't know, before I came in, um, you know, let's start with romances first. Um, like I, I typically would go through phases, right. Where I would like meet a girl and we date and we date long-term anywhere from like two to like four years or whatever. And then in between that, I would just one night stands and be a whore or whatever, be a slut. And, um, (gasps) Oh no. (laughs) And, uh, like that was basically the pattern. And once I met another girl that I wanted to date, then we, I, be monogamous with that person or whatever. And it was just the cycle that went on. Um, the relationships usually ended bad, you know, just like most relationships do if they do end. Um, you know, I was obviously drinking and drugging through all of them and very selfish. Um, but once I decided before I even came in and once I decided I wanted to change my ways, you know, one of those things was, uh, to stop doing like one night stands and like doing that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, obviously my anxiety and my agoraphobia and that kind of stuff kind of prevented me from going out too. But then, you know, so I haven't dated anyone in a while. Um, fast forward in the rule in the rooms, like one of the first things I heard just like Mike did was, you know, don't date anyone in your first year. And, you know, that, that instantly made a lot of sense to me. And, like, my, my reasoning behind that, you know, which I did follow, but, you know, it wasn't hard for me to follow that. Um, was, but my reasoning behind it or my understanding of it was that, like, you come in recovery. And the whole purpose of recovery is to change who we are so we don't drink again or drug again, right? And if you're doing the program and you're doing the steps and you're doing it right, 
uh, who you are as a person from when the first day you come in to a year later is going to be a different person. You know, you're going to react to things differently. Your priorities will hopefully be more in line with, you know, what's right and stuff. And like, you'll just be a completely different person. And so if you date someone early on, then that person like doesn't change and you change, then their compatibility might be off. But also as like a distraction, you know, if like, you come in, your your mindset is usually pretty crazy, right? So, like, you're a newcomer, you're going through withdrawals, you're trying to change your habits and everything, and then it's it's pretty rough. So you get, you know, you're supposed to focus on going to meetings, doing the steps, and focus on your recovery. If you have a new significant other out there that could, like, take away all your attention, then it's a lot easier to go back out. It's a lot easier to not like have the foundation of recovery, like take hold and stuff. So it makes a lot of sense to me. And then finances, it's a lot of the same thing, you know, don't get a job or don't change a job in your first year because like, you know, that creates a lot of stress and a lot of new focus and stuff like that, where you could sit in your job for one more year and really focus on recovery and come out a lot better and probably be in a better position to get a better job when you do finally switch jobs. Um, for finances, for me, I remember when I was out there drinking, I worked a lot in um, like fine dining. So some days we'd have like, you know, not so many tips, you know, maybe like 50 bucks a night or something like that. And then other nights we could like almost hit a grand, right? Depending on what events were going on. And so I remember like, like during that time, I would go out like to the clubs and to the bars like every night and, and drink. And I remember like when we had a good night where I made a few hundred dollars instead of like saving that extra money for later or doing something responsible with it, I would just go out and drink like Johnny Walker blue or like top shelf liquors and stuff or buy drinks for everyone instead. So like every night the fucking wallet was empty just cause it's, you know, and if we made more, we just spent more. It was just an in and out. Um, Fast forward now, like, you know, I've been, I haven't worked a real job in like a consistent job in like years now. And so any little money that I get comes in sporadically. And most of the time I don't have any, but in that it kind of almost teaches me uh, how to be more responsible with it. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the value of money and what you can do with money and how much money you actually need to like be a responsible person as far as paying bills and stuff like that. It costs more than you realize when you're, when you're a kid or whatever. Um, but I think like, you know, not having a lot of money for me, it kind of prevents me from spending a lot of money. So my habits are like, don't spend money because <laughs> you don't have it or whatever, but that can carry over. And then now I'm starting now that I'm older, I'm starting to like 
learn about like the stock money market and investment and try to how to do it smart and conservative and like what to watch out for and like kind of think of the future a little bit more which is which is interesting you know it's as a kid and drinking it's just like ooh, we're, we're got a couple hundred dollars we're rich and then you realize like no that's not rich you're just poor and drunk you know like, <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but that's my experience with it. Poor and drunk. Poor and drunk. Thanks, thanks, Dennis. You're welcome. Well, that's that's good. Anything else you wanted to add, James? As we uh, we wrap it up here, um, you know, I guess as long as I'm aware that you know I can always take care of my my children uh by having a job and really focusing on the things that are important i've heard it said that um you know money's not really important it's just right up there with breathing and, uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and you know in today's world you you definitely you need a job and you need money otherwise you know your mind is not going to be right Unless you live off the grid in a cabin. But, you know, I don't like that kind of hard work. So yeah. <laughs> it's tough in a cabin. I agree. It's, it's really tough, especially an Alaskan cabin. What? And, um, you know, I think that I have to remember that even in my darkest times with with no money and and living on in squalor, you know, God still took care of me and he still made sure that I had a roof over my head and I had enough to eat and it was difficult it was hard it's it's a lot harder to be poor than it is to have money man I'm telling you and um it does it makes sense to like when you're when you're working and you can pay your things just seem so much easier but um for so long I had that mindset like, I don't know where it started. I think with my parents, you know, like I was as a kid, you know, and I see to my kids too. They just, they always want more. Like, I want this. I want the next big toy. I want the next coolest bike. And my parents were like, well, you know, be grateful for what you have. You know, we don't have a, I remember as a little kid, we, we don't have money for that. And so as a, a little kid, I was like always thinking that, well, I'm not as rich as my friends are. I'm, and I never had enough. And I think that took me into my teenage years and my adult years. And I always have that scarcity complex. Like I, I never had enough. And um, it's only now in these, these past five years that I've, I'm really like, you know, I'm feeling like I have enough and I'm grateful for what I have. And, um, you know, I don't need to check my bank account all the time you know it's it, it goes up and down as i pay bills and and the only thing that's going to change now is like my savings account which i put things into place so i think i'm on the right the right track and and it feels good and it's nice to be able to be able to have a job um and in my case two jobs and it's cool because i can really have that diversify diversity and just go to different places and uh you know mike with your job you're always in different venues and doing cool stuff and it's it's really cool to be able to do that you know i think we're very blessed i agree i agree Indeed. my friends 
I agree. This is a uh, cool episode. Romance and finance. Who would have thunk? James. Good luck. Good luck. James. <laughs> Thanks, James. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 125 where the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. To remember... I, I don't I don't know I do I don't, I don't know how to love I had love intolerance is our code but I don't think that really works <laughs> what what is the saying and I don't know I don't remember it offhand where it's like we used to like use people and something money and now we use money and something people they will see you next uh, time yeah <laughs> it was so bad <laughs>